Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 100th episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. Yay! It's a celebration! It is. Episode. I know I've only been here for like... 20 some of them <laughs> i came in on 70 something but i'm still happy that 100th episode has been reached because you've been doing this for ever since 2007 under various names and guises and things yes it used to be the mystic place podcast and now it is the mystic access podcast but the whole thing has been going on since 2007 and it has been an adventure and a milestone to reach 100 before 2015 officially ends yay yes 100th episode for those people that don't know she's kim and he's chris and we run this place we, well, we try to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the first topic of discussion is the headphones that we recently have acquired. Yeah, how do we sound? Do we sound good? Do we sound uniform? Do we sound crystal clear and nice? As many of you may know, we're in different states. He's in New York State. I'm in North Carolina. And we're, you know, obviously several hours in several states apart. But we wanted to sound uniform. And one of the things that's been really annoying us over the last several episodes is the fact that we have not <laughs> by any stretch. So we wanted to make that work. So we bought ourselves some Logitech Clear Chat Comfort, Comfort headphones. Yes. We, we kind of didn't know what we were getting into in terms of these. So we wanted to get something at a low price point so for 1990 something a piece we got ourselves these headsets and actually are really impressed with them yes we are they fit very comfortable they have uh, two ear pads they're over the ear headphones and they're nice and cushy mm -hmm. the microphone is on the left side and it flips all the way up to the top of the headband for storage so it you know it's it's even with the the band itself for 20 bucks this doesn't happen often but the band has nice cushy cushioning all around the band or on the underside of the band that is closest to your head so that's really nice as i said the ear cushions are very very cushioned the cable is eight foot in length and it connects via usb along the cable you will find kind of looks like a donut and the donut in the center is the mute switch and on either ed edge of the donut you know the kind of like the ring around the hole you have the up and the down for volume up and volume down. Yeah, it's a rocker switch. And then yes. the mute button is kind of the donut hole Yes, you know, in the yep. center of the donut hole. So they, they're very easy to press. They're very easy to find and feel. And then on the very back of this same plastic piece that we're calling the donut, there's a clip, which Chris had to actually tell me was there because it's very subtle. It's almost flush with the plastic. Yeah, and you can clip it to your belt or your shirt or what have you. We hope that the sound sounds good. And did you say want to say something about the music listening or? Oh yeah, the music listening on these things for twenty bucks. I was shocked. I'm a musician, so I'm really, I'm really pissy about my music playback. You know, essentially. Pissy or uh, pissy? Both of the both of the above. <laughs> I can I can be both. <laughs> uh, I can be anal. Let's put it that way. I can be anal about my music playback. That that word kind of encompasses both, I think. Mm -hmm. And 
it sounds really good. Like the surround sound quality is fantastic. So not only are they comfortable, they play your music great. The mid ranges are really nice. They're not real bassy. They feel to me and they sound to me when playing music through them. I was playing my tutors soundtrack, the tutors program that was on Showtime for several seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the soundtrack to the first season and I was playing a piece off of it. And, uh, you know, lots of orchestral crescendos and, you know, dynamic changes and different instrumentation and the sound quality was really really fantastic i was quite blown away they seemed like like a 99 dollar pair of headphones for 19.99 so i was uh incredibly impressed with with that aspect of things too so we're definitely gonna have links to these in the show notes for your listening pleasure and the other thing i like is the eight foot cable mm-hmm. because if you need to get up and pace or if you're someone who you know likes to fidget or you know, whatever during the course of your presentations or podcasts or what have you, you have plenty of room to move. So, oh, and they're plug and play. In my case, I just plugged them in and they worked. So I was thrilled with that. In my case, I had Skype running and it wanted me to allow them. So I just hit OK for the microphone and the speakers to set them as my defaults. Yeah, so they're beautiful. So we're going to put these in. They could be a fun stocking stuffer for you or someone you love. Uh, for a $20 price purchase, they're nice. The next thing I wanted to discuss is a keyless entry lock. This is a lock that instead of a key, you would type in a code on a keypad. And the one that I'm discussing is a gatehouse, G-A-T-E space H-O-U-S-E. And it's a deadbolt. And it's a motorized deadbolt so that when you want to close the door and lock it, you press the pound button and it slides the deadbolt home. So there's no key that you have to turn, although there is a keyhole and it comes with two keys if you needed that as a backup. But when you first get the lock, the master code is set to 123456. So you would want to change the master code. So say, for example, you walk up to the door and you type in 123456. You will hear the deadbolt slide home. It will beep that it was successful and you can then open your door. It also has a manual locking mechanism. So if you're inside the house, you just turn the deadbolt as you normally would and the deadbolt will slide home. In this way, it doesn't waste the battery by pushing the motor to slide the deadbolt home. It runs on four AA batteries and it's very easy to program. Uh, Anybody without sighted assistance should be able to change or modify codes or modify settings within the lock itself. It has an auto lock feature that you can have the lock automatically lock after 10 seconds or up to 99 seconds. So if you open the door and then close the door, the lock will automatically engage so that you don't have to press the pound button when you are outside of the house. It has a full telephone-style numeric keypad. Some of these locks have buttons where 1, 2 is on one button, 3, 4 is on another button, 5, 6 is on another button, etc. Some of them also have two rows of buttons. The first row would be 1 through 5, and the second row would be 6 through 0. And those wouldn't be uniform, where uh, having the telephone-style keypad is uh, uniform. 
I like the fact that with that one, you can assign different codes to different people. So if your sister needs to come water your plants or your neighbor needs to come feed your dog or something while you're out of town. And I think you said there's a one-time use code available too if you have like a repair person showing up. Yep. You can set a one-time code that it only works one time. So if they enter the house... They close the door. If they leave the house, they better leave the door open until they actually leave the house because they won't be able to get back in. So it's it's just that you don't have to worry about giving a code or giving your code to somebody else. You just make up another code and say, here's your code. Or if it's a one-time use code or if you have a 13-year-old daughter who likes to leave their keys laying around. Ah, uh, yes. Or, you know, that type of situation, the child can – just have their own code, and if you need to change it, maybe they gave it to a friend or whatever, you just go change the code, tell them what the new one is. But it's also a security thing, too, where if you have somebody who, for whatever reason, you would need to give a key to, they can't run to the local key shop and make a copy of your key. It also alleviates the fact of, and how many of us have done this, where you hide a key under a fake rock or what have you. So oh, yes. Yes, yeah, so that you can get in the house. So that alleviates that fact. And, uh, again, you just type in the code, and it's very, very easy to change. That's very cool. And I like the little whirring motor. It really takes me into the 21st century, you know, in terms of seeing how these some of these things work now. They're very, yeah. uh, they're very high-tech, but in some ways they're very low-tech in terms of setup, which is mm-hmm. great. Yeah, the battery life is about a year on four AA batteries, and you can set it yourself. You can change the batteries without having to unscrew or take the whole lock apart. Some of these types of locks, you have to unscrew or physically remove the lock from the door in order to change the 9-volt battery. I'm speaking to you, Slage. (laughs) (laughs) At least some of the Slages that I've seen that have the 9-volt batteries, you have to remove the lock from the door, and that's rather inconvenient. In order to program this particular uh, gatehouse, you have to pull the back off of the inside portion of your door because the set button is underneath the panel. So you have to have the door open. Basically, you have to have the access to both sides of the door, one to press the set button and the other way to or the other, you know, on the other side, you would press the buttons on the keypad. And what they say in the manual is to not close the door and test. You want to test the uh, codes that you enter and the features that you're setting with the door open because you might inadvertently lock yourself out. Oops. Yes, that's not good. Yep. The key to this particular lock, that finding out the hard way, is when you Oh, make... the key to the lock. You made a pun. I Are did. Clever? I did. I am clever. <laughs> but when you are making your selection or doing your programming, you want to make sure that the lock times out before you start testing. And that puts it into your mode where you can type in your new code or set your automatic lock or whatever you wanted to do and this way you know that it takes effect the lock will beep when it times out the other thing to keep in mind if you don't like key presses when you're pressing the uh, buttons you can actually mute them so when you're typing in your code you're not going to hear beep 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 i would love that yay right exactly now however 
when entering codes or, you know, when modifying codes, changing codes, things like that, when you're in setup, it, regardless of the mute setting, it does beep. That's handy. Yes. Just make sure you pressed all the digits that you exactly yes Mm -hmm. nice Mm -hmm. so how much is this lock this lock you can get from lowell's or amazon uh, at lowell's it is 69 dollars and amazon it is 60 so if you have to go pick it up you could get it from lowell's and you're it's not really that much of a difference in price Oh, I could just go into Lowe's and spend all day and just dream. I love Lowe's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but we will have the link uh, for this as well as for the Logitechs and for the, the little critters that I'm about to speak about in the show notes. So you'll have all those available so you can just click them and go find out more information. Perfect. I have a nice little set of Bluetooth earbuds. Now, let me premise this by saying I have not been an earbud user in many, many years. I really like the over-the-ear cup comfort cushy headphones. So do I. <laughs> yeah, for me, they're more diverse. I like the fact that I can play my music or my NLS books or my Audible books or what have you and be in real comfort. Uh, I also use them for editing extensively. I really like them, although I was just telling Chris, these Logitechs might actually become editing headphones because I like them so much. But these little Bluetooth guys that I recently purchased, I got them off eBay for just under 30 bucks. I think I paid like 27 or something. Uh, on Amazon, you can also get them for like 29.99, I think. Uh, they're by a company called Francois Amini, very French. And they have a line of Bluetooth headphones available. These are one of the lower priced sets that are available on the line. The link will be included so you can check them out. They come with three different sets of ear tips that you can put on and they just go into your ear canal and kind of are cushy and soft and you know depending on how big your ear is you're going to want a particular set of these so that's why they come with three so that you can pick what's more comfortable for you i had to actually change mine which was not a fun process but once you do it you're done and (laughs) you have the one that's comfortable for you because obviously this isn't really something you want to (laughs) share they're very personal presents obviously because they go in your ear but They come with three sets of ear tips, uh, small, medium, and large, essentially, so you can choose which one is best suited for you personally. They also come with a set of ear hooks that can also be taken on and off, although I would suggest leaving them on. And to clarify what these are, these are not hooks that go around the outside of your ear. They actually go into your ear to stabilize the earbud itself so that it stays more comfortably and steadily, if you will, in your ear so that you know, you can walk around or do whatever you need to do and it won't fall out. They're lightweight. They're quite comfortable once you get them actually in. I think, you know, getting them on, if you're going to keep them on for a few hours or wash dishes or run or, you know, whatever you're going to do while wearing them, you know, once you put them in, they're pretty much in. You're not going to worry about them falling out. The Bluetooth range is quite good. It's about 30 feet, which is about standard. It might be 33. Don't quote me, but it's one or the other. Uh, But it's pretty standard in terms of range. I find that it does really well if I leave my iPad or what have you or my tablet in my bedroom or my phone and then walk into the kitchen you know once I get toward my back door I start losing range and of course some of it has to do with line of sight you know as to how your range is going to be but they are quite comfy once you get them in and the comfort is part of their name so um, that <laughs> that's kind of nice that they, they live up to their name in that sense they're on a cable uh, it's not a very strong cable so I suggest you know treating it with some TLC so what you have is you have an earbud 
you have a short length of cable, and then you have a rectangular plastic piece. Near one end of this rectangular plastic piece is the micro USB jack. They do charge via micro USB, so you can either plug them into your computer or plug them into a USB wall charger and charge them that way. It doesn't take very long to charge them, just a few hours and they'll be done. The rectangular piece is where the controls are. So in the middle, there is a little skinny button that is your power button. You have on either end of the rectangle, you have buttons that will change your volume. If you just press them, your volume will go up or down, depending on which end you press. Or if you press and hold them, it will change tracks. And there are also really nice beeps that will indicate, okay, I'm pressing a button and you know, it's, it's moving. I think the beep is the same whether you're pressing the volume up or volume down, but they do have nice audio sounds so that you can get an idea of what you're doing. And obviously, if you have them in your ear, you're going to know whether your volume is going up or down, too. So that's helpful. Once you move past this little rectangle, you're going to see a longer length of cord, and that's going to take you down to the other earbud on the other end, and that is your left earbud. So the right earbud is on the shorter end of the cable. The left earbud is on the longer end. So that makes it a little easier to kind of figure out, okay, this is <laughs> this is which end is going in my ear. This is which bud is supposed to go in this in this ear. So that works out very nicely. The thing that I particularly like about this little thing, and I'm going to put my earbud close to the mic. She has nice American female voice prompts, and they tell you when the power is on, when the power is off, whether you're connected or disconnected from your Bluetooth device. It is really also quite good at auto-connecting. If you have a device connected and you just turn it off and turn it back on, generally it's very good at reconnecting immediately. It's also Bluetooth 4.0, so it's quite fast. I'm actually going to put it back close to the mic, and I'm going to turn her off so you can hear what that sounds like. Yep, you heard you heard the the beeps are a little faint, but that's okay. And then yeah, it it's power off. It's but. a nice musical tones, so they're mm -hmm. fun because you do get really fun, and you get different musical tones depending on whether you've turned her on or turned her off. So so that's really nice. So I quite like these. I mean, for a thirty dollar price point, they're a really fun stocking stuffer or a fun little gift if you want to just buy somebody a little something, and you know you don't want to break the bank. These are quite cool. I'm quite happy with them and quite impressed with them, and like what they do. I mean, this isn't something that I'm going to use every day but when i'm like dusting like a room or washing dishes or something uh this is absolutely something that i would use and especially if i'm listening to internet radio which i do a lot i can just change my stations or adjust my volume or you know flip to a different track or what have you and it's it's very easy oh it also has phone so you can also use this with your phone and it sounds pretty darn good doesn't it yes it does so that's really nice. It sounded better than we expected it to uh -huh. in terms of the phone. So you can absolutely use these with your phone as well, which is very nice. And so they've got a lot of different uses, and they're quite comfy. And I, I just do suggest using some common sense and some TLC with them because these aren't, you know, heavy-duty cables or anything. So just be nice to them. But you can easily just drop them into your bag or your purse or whatever and go on your run or do what you need to do, and they'll be your little talking companion. So I'm very happy with them. I like them a lot. I actually have a set of these headphones, the different model, and mine do not have voice prompts. So I bought those. Those are kind of waterproof. They're, they're for working out, you know, sweat proof and things like that. But I also have, which I do like, are 
is another set from Venstar, which is the manufacturer of one of the speakers uh, that we offer. And the Venstars, to me, sound really good, and they also have voice prompts as well. So you haven't used your Francois MMEs enough to uh, to make a judgment call on them yet? Or? No, I have not. Yeah. 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 That's that's cool. But yeah, Venstar, we, we like our Venstar speakers, so I'm, I'm glad you have one that obviously talks to you. Chris doesn't like it if it doesn't talk to him, so <laughs> he, has to, he has to have a, a pair with some, some voice prompts, too. So he ended up with these, and he was a little upset that my pair of Francois MMEs have voice prompts, and they cost $10 less, so whatever. Too bad, so sad. Sometimes, sometimes you get what you pay for, and other times you do not. Other times you do not, yeah. I, I was actually really impressed. I wasn't expecting to get nice voice prompts with these, uh, and I did, so. I was happy about that. <laughs> on to our next topic. Let's get serious for a moment, y'all. I just want to touch on this. This is not something we do every podcast. For those of you who are new, listening to this maybe for the first time, I had a very concerning conversation with a colleague a couple days ago, and I just want to address it here. I'm not going to mention who this colleague is for privacy's sake, but it is someone who works in our market essentially with VI and totally blind consumers. I was told that their product line was being pirated so people were sharing links with one another freely and not paying for the product i am obviously not accusing anyone listening to our podcast of doing that we have an incredible group of listeners and we have an incredible group of customers we feel very very blessed by that and we would ask that people share the same respect with other people in the industry it is well worth remembering that in the creation of any product any product worth its salt anyway it takes time it takes effort it takes passion it takes resources it takes web resources hosting website maintenance website creation in a way that is accessible so that may mean even more in this market because you want to make sure you've got good markup headings landmarks, good link structure, labeled links, labeled buttons, whatever it is that you want to utilize in the creation of your website and making it accessible. It takes team members. Oftentimes, for instance, we have people who will help us with our images, making sure everything looks ship shape, because obviously you don't want to trust either of us with that particular assignment. Right. Not a cool idea. So I want to remind you all that this is someone's dream. This is passion, and I'm not speaking specifically of just my colleague whom I was speaking with previously about their situation. In any case, this is someone's dream. This is this is more than a job, particularly in an industry like ours. You have to have passion for it. You have to have something that you feel is going to benefit a very small market because, let's face it, we are a small minority market, and – a lot of times a mainstream product will work, and a lot of times a mainstream product will not. Modifications and new products to help us accomplish something is necessary. So we need something new. We need something modified. It takes effort to figure out how that's going to work, how it's going to look. It takes a team to bring it together. It takes expertise in a lot of different areas. You have to have a lot of different hats, whether it's just you wearing the hats, which is a lot of what Chris and I do at Mystic Access, or whether you have a whole team helping you. That takes money to pay that team. And obviously, you need food, water, shelter, and clothing while you are in the process of creating these products. And it also takes a lot of heart. It takes a lot of passion. This is someone's dream. This is something that someone feels very strongly 
about when you create it. You're not going to go into something like this just to make money, not in this market. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that, yes. I think that you have to have a lot of feeling behind it. And when someone chooses to take a product and share it freely among a group of people or with a list or in Dropbox or SendSpace or what have you, in doing that and in not doing an energy exchange of some sort, in this case financial money, cash, you jeopardize that person's dream. You jeopardize their livelihood. You take away from their income. And this is serious stuff because once this happens to someone, that person can become very discouraged. They can become very depressed. They can lose their sense of passion and wonder for that dream that started them out, lose their sense of sense of optimism, and all of a sudden they're done. They're out. They're out because they can't financially support that dream anymore, and they're out because they've lost their passion for it because people have discouraged them and depressed them by just sharing stuff freely. So it may seem like a good idea to share with Joe Schmo and their friends and your friends across the board, but you have to remember that that has consequences for the creator. If someone has a product that you like, it's very important to be very honest about it and on one hand to purchase it to take that financial investment and make that financial investment toward that person's dream so that they can keep up their livelihood, keep up their income. And then we're not talking about ginormous corporations here. Let's let's keep that in mind too. We're talking about the small business person. You know, these are people who are really just trying to get by and to bring their their product out to the world. So not only is it important to buy it, it's also important to stay vigilant. If you know of a Dropbox link of someone's paid product, whether it be an ebook, a presentation, something, uh, MP3, PDF, you know, RT, whatever it happens to be, or a zip file of their stuff, and you know that that is a paid product available through their website, they need to know about it. And the hosting provider needs to know about it, SendSpace, Dropbox, what have you, because this really is someone's livelihood. It's their job, but it's also their dream. It's something that they put their heart into. I know that I would not create or release anything to you guys that I was not 100% happy with, and I am not a 100% happy person with a lot of my work. I'm very anal about what I produce and what I put out into the world. Chris knows this from hours of discussions and occasional arguments <laughs> mm-hmm. about when something is ready for release. And I know I'm not the only one. Many of us are very, very strenuous in terms of what we want to put out into the market. It has to sound great. It has to be very professional. It has to be well-produced and it has to be high quality. And there is money and there is time and there is resources that goes into making that happen. So that's why we price things the way we do. Most of us are not just out to get rich, not in this industry. It's just no. not going to happen. It's not <laughs> you know? going to happen. We, we just want to be able to feed ourselves and, if possible, make a full-time income off of this. So you know, that's that's the goal and the dream, and we're, we're not going to cheat anybody or take advantage of anyone to, in order to do that. And we really just request that same respect, we being the collective we, really request the same respect from the people who are – purchasing from us and who are looking at our products and want our products. If you can't afford it, hey, Christmas is coming up, Hanukkah is coming up, all these holidays, Yule, Kwanzaa, Thanksgiving, Black Friday is just around the corner. And, you know, have ask some respect. Your, ask ask a friend for your family members if you want something. Ask a friend, your spouse, your family members. 
what have you. I mean, wait till a coupon comes out. We totally understand that some of this stuff would be better with a coupon. We get that. You know, a lot of people get that. You're going to find some hell of amazing deals <laughs> uh, around this time of year. And, you know, we encourage you to take advantage of those because that's what we put them out for. It helps us to reach more people. But please don't just blatantly steal and share. It's just not helpful for anyone. Think about the person who has created the product a little more when you're considering either sharing it or getting it from someone else who has shared it. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, it's It really concerned me and it really pissed me off. And um, I just wanted to bring it to your attention that if you know anyone who's doing it or if you know of a group where it exists or what have you, just be vigilant and, you know, don't feed the trolls, okay? Right. Please. On a happier note. On a happier note, Turkey Day is coming up. Yay! <laughs> Thanksgiving is about to arrive here in the U.S. We're all making our plans and getting our groceries and getting ready for the big meal or whatever, what have you. And uh, first, I want to start by you know, Thanksgiving obviously is a time of year where we are hopefully a little a little more considerate. I try and make this a conscious practice every day, but you know, we're a little more considerate of. The things that we're grateful for. So you start. I would want to say the success of the uh, stream audio tutorial. When you know, when we brought this out, we weren't sure it was going to be as successful as it is and continues to be. We're very grateful about that. This was a risk, and it was a dream. It began as something Chris said to me, you know, would you be willing to try it? And I didn't know what all was going to go into. If I had had any idea at the time how much was of myself and my life was going to go into it, I probably would not have done it. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm glad. I'm very grateful that we did it and uh, that you guys are embracing it so warmly. We had the best customers, don't we? I mean, we've, mm -hmm. we've met some such nice people and are just very, very grateful to those of you who have invested in it, who have told your friends. You know, we're always grateful for your comments and your reviews and, you know, you're spreading the word to other people to let them know that it's out there so yes we're incredibly thankful for the success that we have received thus far and we're you know it's only the beginning we have lots of wonderful things uh, in the pipeline and you know things that we hope to bring out next year and, and we're just really grateful to be here and sharing with you guys what are you grateful for oh gosh so much really but ultimately i, I must just say as a woman coming into this industry i felt some intimidation because there aren't a hell of a lot of us and um I was a little nervous about kind of stepping into an industry that is still very much a man's world because as a woman in this industry, sometimes you feel like you've got to step up even more. And I have no problem with stepping up even more. I'm a tenacious person. That's not my issue, but it was a little scary. You know, there weren't a lot of role models out there. I mean, Anna Dresner being one person who comes to mind uh, in terms of someone who I've followed for years and, you know, really appreciate what Anna puts out. She's very accessible. And that was kind of what I wanted for myself. But I'm very grateful that I personally, on a personal level and a professional level, um, that I've been embraced so warmly and that people have, uh, you know, I've just felt very welcomed um, by people whom I've spoken with. And, you know, it's reaching the point now where I can get a phone call and someone can go, oh, you're Kim, you're the voice of blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I feel like a slavery now. So it's <laughs> it's kind of wild. And it's it's fun, you know, because we do put a lot into, you know, everything that we do, essentially. And um, it, it's very grateful and, and gratifying to have people recognize that and, you know, thank you for something that you've done. And, uh, you know, so just, just coming into this, being very new to this industry, because if you would have asked me this time last year if this is what I was going to be doing, I would have laughed at you. 
be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know, because this, I, I wanted to, this was kind of the type of industry I wanted to stay as far away from as I possibly could. It just was not my thing, right? So, um, yeah, who, who knows? But it's, it's funny how life happens. And I'm just really grateful for the warm welcome and reception that I've had into this industry. And, uh, I'm very grateful for those of you who uh, I get to talk to all the time because I love talking to you, you know, via phone or email. And it's, it's just been fun. It's been a trip, and I'm looking forward to much, much more of that in the future. So it's been a busy year for us and lots to be grateful for. I had a client that I was working with, and he told me that he went out and bought a Roomba 630 Aww. because of the podcast that we did a couple months ago wow. on, on the Roomba. And he says, you know – I don't have to read the manual because there was enough in that podcast <laughs> to get me started, and I, I want to be thankful for, for those people as well. Yeah, we've met so many of you nice people through the podcast. Our podcast has just morphed over the last few months. We're excited about that. <laughs> um, you know, we've, we've met so many of you, and we're, we're really, you know, we don't say this enough probably, but we're just really grateful for you listening and taking some time to spend with us. And please know that when we say we really, that you really are appreciated, we mean it. Mm-hmm. You really are appreciated, and uh, we appreciate you taking some time to spend with us. And if something we offer here is helpful to you, awesome. That's what we want. On the next topic. Yeah, speaking of Thanksgiving, and what comes after Thanksgiving? Christmas. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Black Friday. There you go. Black Friday. Uh, Black Friday comes after Thanksgiving. Bravo. And speaking of which, um, to those of you who know about our news list or even to those of you who do not, we have a news list. We offer coupons. We offer discounts. We tell you about podcasts that have just been released. You're kind of the first to hear about those. We tell you about products that we're working on or updates that are happening in Mystic Access World. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, a, it's an announce-only list. And to subscribe, you can send an email to manews-subscribe at mysticaccess.com. manews-subscribe at mysticaccess.com. Chris and I are the only two people who send messages to the list we send once a week if that depending on what's going on and uh if you've considered subscribing just a little hint you might want to do it today or as soon as you listen to this podcast because black friday is coming and we're going to do some crazy stuff that we have never done before and we'll probably never do again until this time next year exactly (laughs) so if you are looking for some deals and have wanted to work with us You definitely want to be a subscriber on our mailing list right now. So join. All you'll have to do is confirm your subscription, which will take virtually no time. We're not going to overwhelm you with email, um, although over the next few days you will probably receive more than normal just because we want to remind you of the cool things that we're doing for Black Friday. So please, if you're considering purchasing something from us um, and you want a deal, (laughs) who doesn't, sign up now because you will not regret it. We promise. We hope you have enjoyed this sample of the shark speaker, and we wanted to take this time and opportunity to wish every single one of you a happy and safe Thanksgiving if you're in the United States. 
And, and so, just a happy, wonderful day if you're not. Exactly. You know, <laughs> we're like that. <laughs> and a happy holiday season as yes, well. The holiday season is about to jump into full swing. So we want you guys to have a happy, safe, enjoyable one with lots of love and laughter and joy and conversation and good food and good fun. So really, we appreciate you. Have a very, very happy Thanksgiving to our U.S. listeners. Bye. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.